The marketplace doesn't reward intellect. It rewards value because being a millionaire and being wealthy is first in the mind, then in the physical. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. This is one that I've been wanting to do since I saw this post. And I saw a post on Facebook and I loved it. I mean, this this went right in line with what I said. So there's a professor that flunked an entire class. And the reason why he flunked an entire class of students was because a lot of the students were saying, hey, socialism is good. Socialism, if there's no rich people and there's no poor people, that would be the great equalizer. There's not going to be any poverty and it's going to be a lot more fair, which unfortunately, this is some shit that's being taught in schools these days big time. Uh, because it's one of those things that in theory sounds great. But in reality, it doesn't. Look at all of the countries that are socialist countries, right? And communist countries. It just doesn't work. So anyways, we're going to get into it. And this is one of my favorite episodes so far, as far as when I wrote this down and when I decided that I'm going to talk about this. So anyways, I've got my notes here. So it's an economics professor. He made a statement by flunking the entire class. So prior to this, the teacher claimed that she had never failed any student before. And this time... She went from never failing a student to failing everybody, okay? So her class uh, insisted that socialism worked and that no one would ever be poor if nobody was rich, if they just made it equal for everyone, right? So here's what the, the teacher did. The teacher said, okay, great, let's do a test. She says, let's do a test or let's do an experiment. Everybody's gonna get an average grade. Nobody's gonna fail. Nobody's gonna get an A. We'll just do an average grade that way it's fair for everybody. So this was the experiment that she did. So in other words, what she was doing is that she was substituting grades for dollars. So let's see how the experiment went. So the moment of truth happens. The first test comes along. They all take the test. The average grade was a B. Not too bad. Hey, it's not an A, but it's second best. It's a B. That's not too bad, right? But here's what happened. There were students in the class that studied hard, that sacrificed, that paid the price because they wanted to get a good grade. Then there was other students that were laxed. I guess they figured, well, we're gonna get an average, so the smarty pants over there, they're gonna pick me right up. So they didn't really study hard. So the students that studied hard were actually a little bit upset, rightfully so, I would be as well. And the people that didn't study hard, they were happy. They were happy because they got a better grade than they would have because they didn't study. So the bottom line, B was the very first grade that they got on average. Now, before I move on to the next one, it reminds me of a story. I do martial arts till this day. I've done martial arts since I was 10 years old. And one of my trainers, one time we were training as kids in a karate school and we were all doing drills. We were doing duck walks. We were doing bear crawls. We were doing jump squats, all kinds of shit, planks, just hard. And here's what he did. One of the guys would slack off. Let's say we're doing planks for a minute. This guy falls, boom, knees touch the ground. We don't. He says, hey, Johnny, your knees touch the ground. You tired? You need a rest? Go ahead and sit over there. Grab some water, why don't you? Take a break. The rest of you, you will pay for Johnny not making it. Now we're pissed. Because now we're thinking, Johnny, you can't hold your own. And they're not making you pay the price. We're fucking paying the price. So we're pissed. Johnny says, no, 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 I'll get back in. He says, no, 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 you stay out. You need a break. 
get some water and rest and watch your teammates do the planks and do the work and pay the price. And they made us hit our wrist. That means that we get in push a position on the wrist. Okay. You guys hit your wrist. You, Johnny, take a break, grab a water, grab a Gatorade. You're good. Now, this became the way they did class. Anybody that messes up, you will not pay the price. Your teammates will pay the price. But guess what happens? The next day is sparring day. So Jay was making us get our ass kicked because he couldn't hold his own. So guess what we do with him on sparring day? We beat his Right? We go at his ass because we're not very happy that this dude can't hold his own. He's not pushing himself to the limit. You follow me? Anyways, that's what socialism and that's what this study reminds me of. I would have been pissed. I'm surprised that those other students didn't get their ass kicked in the parking lot. Anyways, let's go. So the second study was done. The, remember, first study was it was a B. The average grade was a B. So the question is, what was the average grade after test two? Well, the average grade after test two was a D. So it went from a B to a D. Didn't go to a C, went to a D. So now that that second test was a D, nobody was happy. Now the guys that didn't study and the guys that did study, nobody was happy. It's a D. It's not looking good. Third test comes around. It's a F. Listen, man, I'm not a gambling man anymore. But you ever make a study similar to that? I know where my money is going. This is going to fail. History shows us that every country that's tried this has failed. It's obvious. Okay. So the third test happens. The average grade is an F. Why is it an F? Here's why. After the third test was done, the F was the average grade. Okay. Now, as the test proceeded, the scores never got better. Now, the bickering and blaming proceeded and it resulted in hard feelings and no one was studied for the benefit of anybody else. I'm reading you what the article says. They're talking about this, right? Now, to their great surprise, all failed, and their professor told them that socialism would also ultimately fail. Because when the reward is great, the effort to succeed is great. But when the government takes all reward away, no one will try nor want to succeed. That is absolutely right. You know, in business, we say compliant drives behavior. Let's look at a simple example. I live in California, right? I live in America. A lot of my viewers live in America. All of this money printing from unemployment in California and around the nation. But I see a lot of it in California because, you know, I live in California. There's so many more break-ins now, probably than ever before. There's muggings in broad daylight. People don't want to go back to work. They got accustomed to getting some free money. They don't want to go back to work. Now they're stealing from people that have it, from people that do work. Why? Because compliant drives behavior. Anyways, that's just a little example. So this teacher went out there and she made five points. I'm going to read you what these five points are, which are very, very true. She says, you cannot legislate the poor into prosperity by legislating the wealthy out of prosperity. That's point number one. Point number two, what one person receives without working, another person must work without receiving. Number three, the government cannot give anybody anything that the government does not first take from somebody else. Number four, you cannot multiply wealth by dividing it. Number five, when half of the people get the idea that, hey, 
I don't have to work because the other half is going to take care of me. Then what happens is that the other half gets the idea that they're not going to work because somebody else is going to reap the benefits of their work. So that is the beginning of the end of any nation. Think about it. If one half of the group knows I'm not going to go to work because these people, they're going to make up for me. So I'm going to read the benefits from the work these other people do. Then what happens with these people, the ones at work, are going to eventually say, why in the world do I have to go to work? I'm not going to get rewarded for it. They're going to give these lazy ass people that stuff anyways. Now, here's the deal. I'll give an example. My Mm. wife, a couple years ago, went to the T-Mobile store to get a new phone. This girl walks in. I won't mention her nationality because it has nothing to do with it. But she walks into the store, gets a brand new iPhone. Box. Like nice, right? Right in the box. Easily over a thousand bucks. Right? Probably twelve, fifteen hundred dollar iPhone. She walks out of that place. My wife experienced this firsthand. She was disgusted by this. And she says there was a, a store full of people. She walks out of the store with that box of her iPhone and says... Thank you, taxpayers. Yeah, Jay is over here looking at me crazy. You imagine the audacity. That girl, the way that my wife described her, she was in sweats and and, and some socks and some sandals and stuff. She looked like she lived in the projects on welfare and government aid. Probably never worked a day in her freaking life. I'm trying hard not to cuss, man. I'm biting my tongue. But she sure wanted to reap the benefits of the taxpayers' dollars. Guess what? The left, the Joe Biden administration, is pushing this. I don't care if some of you guys voted for him. I don't care if my subscribers go down a little bit because I mentioned that. It's a fucking truth. It's interesting. The people in the projects, they voted for that dude. The people on welfare, they voted for that dude. The people that want a bunch of free they voted for that dude. The people that want abortions to kill babies, they voted for that dude. Anyways, rant over. So here's the deal. A long time ago, I heard a fact, which is indeed a fact. If all of the wealth in America was equally divided to all of its citizens, all of its citizens, within two to five years, all of the money would go back into the hands of the people that originally had it. Why? Because being a millionaire and being wealthy is first in the mind, then in the physical. How many times do we see people, I got friends, they make five or $6,000 a month and they have a $700 monthly payment on a car and a $150 insurance bill, at least on that car, right? We're talking about 850 bucks. That's 14% of their income if they're making $6,000 a month. But then I also have friends that make 60,000 a month, 10 times more. They have a $1,000 car payment on a Mercedes, for example, with $150 insurance. Guess what? That's 2% of their income. This guy makes $60,000. 2% of his income goes to his car. This other guy makes $6,000, 14% to 20% going to his car. That happens all the time. Sometimes I, I remember, man, I used to live in the hood. I would see dudes driving their Escalade. Back in the days, they used to put rims on the Escalades and on all kinds of cars, right? And they used to drive it right into the hood right? Why? Because most people, if you give them that kind of money, look at the average lottery winner. The average lottery winner ends up bankrupt and worse off than before they won the lottery just five years into it. That is a fact. 
Okay, why? Because this bullshit idea of spreading the wealth and taking away from the wealthy and giving to these other people, that doesn't work. One of the interesting things is that this, wealthy people pay 85% of the taxes paid. The rest of the people pay 15%. So how much more should they pay? Should, should they just pay it all? Should they just pay all the taxes? Doesn't make sense, but guess what? That's not what the, these professors teach. And here's a problem about, for example, professors and teachers in school. This is a group of people that believe that they're too smart for the amount of money that they make because they went to school and they got a degree. But here's the thing about the world. Here's the thing about, uh, about commerce. Here's the thing about the marketplace. The marketplace doesn't reward intellect. It rewards value. It doesn't care if you have a high school degree, high school diploma, or a college degree, or no diploma. If you got a PhD, poor, hungry, and determined, doesn't care about that. You know what it cares about? Do you bring value to the marketplace? That's what we pay for. Your intellect, you, you read more books than this other person. You got a degree from a university. How much value do you bring to the marketplace? Now, don't get me wrong. To my teachers, I think they should get paid more because it's a noble job, but not because they're providing more value. They're providing value in teaching you know, to their kids, but it pays what it pays. Because very often you'll see teachers that they'll be mad at the plumber. Because a plumber makes more money than they do. Sometimes twice as much as a teacher does. And the plumber doesn't have the degree. Guess what? That dude is getting paid what the market pays that guy. That is the truth. That's why socialism doesn't work. It's bullshit. And it is bullshit that's being fed to kids. And more and more kids come out of school. And guess what they start to believe? They start to believe that socialism is a better option. How come it's never worked before? Because it sounds great in theory, but it doesn't work in real life. Anyways, guys, this was one of my favorite topics to talk about. I'm going to have a guest on the podcast, so we're going to talk about this specific subject because it's a very interesting subject, especially for the time of day that we live in. So anyway, with that being said, guys, JC Rangel, like this video, comment it, share it. I appreciate you guys. Turn on the notifications. And with that being said, as always, I'll see you guys at the top of on the top. Take care.